Aloha and peace. I am Dr. J. I am your host. I'm a licensed psychologist as well as a psychospiritualist. What that means is that in the next few minutes that you and I are sharing together, I am going to be bringing for you, my intention is to be here for you to bring the different tools in the field of psychology that work, but also to help you find the right direction. The story of when I was a little girl pops up. So there was a period in time when I was in elementary school and origami was completely in. And so during the days when we had to stay inside for a recess, we would build either Lego or I loved playing with my hands or we would fold origami. And the thing about origami, if you don't know what it is, I believe it's a Japanese tradition where you take beautiful, uh, colorful pieces of paper and you fold in different patterns and ways where you, at the end of different uh, ways of folding this piece of paper, it turns into this three-dimensional structure of um, a cute panda bear or uh, what's the classic one? It's that that bird, a stork. I, I don't remember what kind of bird it was. But at the end of folding this square piece of paper you would have this three-dimensional figure at the end. And I just, I loved being able to use my hands to create something that actually you could uh, see the immediate results of. So given that, I'm really surprised that I don't like cooking, I don't like gardening. But going back to the story of helping you find direction. When I was a little girl, I remember there was this one particular day during recess when it was raining out, we were staying inside and we were folding origami. And in order order to fold origami, you had to follow a specific set of instructions. And typically, if it's not orally taught, there is a set of instructions that you would find on a piece of paper. So I and a a group of friends, we were, you know, sitting around in a circle folding these uh, colorful pieces of paper. But the thing about that particular day is that we didn't know what we were actually folding. You see, the set of instructions that we had, it was, um, I forget if it was ripped out or if there, you know, the end product of what we were folding was completely scribbled out. So all we could see are these instructions and we had no idea what it would turn into. So we're folding this origami, folding this origami, folding this origami, only to find out that for me, I didn't particularly like what we had folded. I remember one of my favorite things to fold were things like um, little balls or I think there was a swan, but there was one day, that one day that I'm speaking or thinking of now that we ended up following directions, folding this origami pieces of paper and it ended up being this three-dimensional structure of something I did not care for. And so I had wasted probably a good 10-15 minutes of my recess folding something that I didn't want to fold. And that's the thing about direction is that, yes, I would love to be able to bring you the different tools in the field of psychology today at this moment in time to help you live a wonderful life. But if you don't like the direction that you're going, or worse yet, you don't know the direction that you're headed in, it really would be for naught. So my intention here is not just to give you these strategies and tools or hammers and nails um, that work, but to be able to give you things that might help expand your awareness to help you think about life in a different way that mirrors more closely to who you really are deep down inside. So I want to essentially help you to remember who you are. So with that being said, in today's particular episode, I wanted to talk about and um, expand a little bit on this thought that I was having while I was walking my my dog the other day. 
And I had to jot it down as I was walking my dog on my phone, voice to text, because I just, I didn't want to forget this idea that just popped into my head, which is interesting because most of my ideas come when I'm either soaked in sweat or when I'm in a shower. There's something about water that gets my inspiration moving. But during... It might have been during a walk when it was raining out. I think that's what it was. It was probably raining out. And walking my dog, I had this thought that just that I didn't want to lose. So I wrote it down and I wanted to talk to you guys about it a little bit today. This is what I wrote. Some of us fail to dream big, myself included. I'd much rather face the fear of failure than fear of disappointment because I don't want to see that the world is not as big as I dreamed it could be. Some of us fail to dream big, myself included. I'd much rather face the fear of failure than fear of disappointment because I don't want to see that the world is not as big or as magical as I dreamed it could be. This is an area of um, thought, topic, near and dear to my heart. When I think back about a year and a half, I was really searching and searching and searching for, you know, what I was made of, who I was, why I was here. And one of the things that came up at that point in time in in thinking was that I really didn't know what my biggest fears were. I thought I knew what they were, but when I really decided to dig deep to really learn what my biggest fears were, They started actually morphing into something that I had no idea was something that existed within me. But in the past year and a half, as I've done so much incredible work on myself, I've really begun to realize that fear of rejection just is just touching the surface. When you think of a big glacier, and I know we've probably all seen that big uh, image of a huge glacier, and what we see above the water is just the tip of the the iceberg, not the glacier, the iceberg. And then on the bottom underneath the, um, underneath what we could see, underneath where the water breaks are all the things that we have yet to consider, the things that we can see with the, the naked eye. And the thing is, I didn't, I was afraid to look deep because I knew that once I started to look deep down inside of me, I would learn things about myself that I would need to start taking responsibility for. One of the things that came up for me in terms of biggest fears is the fear of actually being alone. The fear of being alone is quite different from the fear of rejection because the fear of being alone, and as I talk about this, I have a lot of different feels that are coming up for me right now, but the fear of being alone is this fear that there is no one else that is made of the same stuff that I'm made of that there is no one else in this world that understands me. It, it almost reminds me of that uh, Disney movie, um, Lilo and Stitch, and that particular scene where Stitch is reading this book about the ugly duckling, and he feels so lost and so isolated and alone. And I realized in the past year and a half that that was my biggest, absolute biggest fear. Of course, since then, I've been really working on myself and I've been really discovering that there is so much on the other side of that fear and that can be a different topic for a different day. But once I began to actually look and face that fear, another fear came up because I had conquered that first fear, the fear of being alone. And then another fear that came up that I actually subconsciously pushed down because I didn't want to face this one. It requires me to be responsible for this. It's the fear of disappointment. 
I'm not afraid of failure because I know failure is just an opportunity to get back up, an opportunity for me to become stronger, bigger, uh, stronger, bigger, better, right? But this fear of disappointment is that fear that I'm afraid the deepest desires of my heart, the things that I can possibly imagine exist beyond the five senses of perception that I can feel, touch, see, hear, taste right now, that they don't exist. And, I, and that fear of disappointment is so hugely ingrained, not just from this particular life's experiences, but so many different experiences that I can barely touch the surface on in terms of being consciously aware of. And that, my friends, this fear of disappointment is something that I have pushed down and neglected to honor or neglected to acknowledge until recently because I knew that acknowledging it would mean that I would need to work through it. And this fear, this fear of disappointment, the fear that the things that I can dream of, the things that are deep within my heart don't exist, can exist, is something that I am learning to conquer myself. And one of the things that I am beginning to learn as I conquer this fear, as I face this fear head on, is that perhaps there really is something so great that our minds can barely grasp, can barely put our fingers around because it's so magnificent, right? I'm beginning to learn from firsthand experience what that's like, this ineffable, indescribable um, characteristic trait, a state of being and understanding that there truly is this palpable energy that just blows all of, or has the potential to blow our minds away should we choose to face the truth and understanding of the the God spark, the the divinity, how huge, how important, how magnificently beautiful we really are inside. So I guess all of this to say, my friends, my challenge for you today is to consider what your fears are. What are your deepest, deepest fears? And I know this is going to now bring on the question, well, how do I begin searching for my deepest fears? The fastest way to get to the the root of where your deepest fears are is to find and assess the different areas of your life, especially in relationships where you feel frustrated the most, where you feel like um, there's a complacency or perhaps an, an air or a feeling of like I know it all type of feeling um, or just any type of resistance in your life in the areas particularly with others in your most important relationships, the most disappointing ones, the most frustrating ones, the most challenging ones, and figure out what that pattern is and really get to the deep down core of it, unravel it, and find out why that that resistance is there. Because I promise you, when you figure out why that resistance is there, it's going to show you what it is that you fear the most. I hope that serves you well, my friends. If you need to reach out to me because you have any questions or feedback, I would love to hear from you. You can reach me at drj at yourlifeinspired.com. That's drj at yourlifeinspired.com. I'll talk to you soon.